Hey, Mike, where'd you get these endless summer movie tickets from? Whoa, I love those. That's from my endless summer box set. Ooh, where'd you get that from? The link is in the show notes, baby. Welcome back, everybody, of the Quivercast. This is Mike, your host, and this is all brought to you by YourAudioLegacy.com and QuiverBuilder.com. And please check out my other podcast, The Stinky Booties, I do with my buddy, Billy. Let's roll. Hello, everybody. This is Mike here with the QuiverCast. And today's special guest is Jake Zaiudis. Nailed it. Nailed Did it. it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and Jake is a movie maker, director for a surf movie called Waiting for Waves. That's in the Oceanside Film Festival, plus other film festivals throughout the we're at. Where are yeah. the other? Uh, the last one was Austin. That was that was the biggest one. So oh, that was a big one. Sure. Yeah, Austin Film Festival. Yeah. So, oh, rad. Yeah. Right on. Okay, so uh, we're sitting here in Solana Beach, having a it's actually a beautiful day. So, um, Jake, what gave you the the idea to make this movie? Yeah. And I mean, let's talk about the movie. Yeah, let's do it. I think it's like it was actually kind of born out of the the pandemic. I feel like I. I was in school and I wanted to do a fiction piece and COVID kind of screwed all that up and got, got a little messed up in terms of like how many people we could have on set. And I was looking for something I could direct easier, faster, more like run and gun kind of raw. And I'm a fan of surfing. I'm not a surfer myself. And I was just like, I'm going to make a sort of like rad ass surf edit. So before I made this film, which is about some of the older guys in the surf scene on the East Coast. It was going to be about some of the younger dudes that are, like, you know, really ripping and semi-pro and trying to make the tour or whatever. And I met some of these older guys, and I thought that their story was, like, way more compelling, just, like, a little more... It's just a little more different than some of the surf content that I see out there. And, yeah, that was sort of how it happened. And, and I mean, I was new to the surf community, but I think any surfer will know how how tight-knit it is and once i met one guy i was meeting everybody i mean he was referring me to his buddy who surfs with his buddy who surfs with his buddy so yeah it, they really welcomed me in there and i'm gr- really grateful for that it turned out great okay so let's let's go backwards where'd you grow up at i grew up in philadelphia okay not very close to the ocean no no <laughs> so what was your first exposure like to surfing do you remember that was it in a mag was it on tv Good question i'm gonna say it was I, honestly, probably not till I was a teenager, really, uh, yeah. really exposed to it. Maybe like some like Instagram post, like WSL stuff or uh, okay. Surfer, Surfer Magazine. Okay. Classic stuff. And then I found the, this show. I don't know if you know show Weird Waves on, on Vans. Is, yep. It's like a Vans. Sponsor. Yeah, the, the Dylan Graves guy? Yeah, Dylan Graves. And, yeah. I, and I know the, the, the guy, the DP for that, his name's Dave Malcolm. Uh but I love that show, and I think it's so well done. I think it's like very different, um, and yeah, that's sort of how I got into it, and and how I sort of started like falling in love with it as a as a thing to to film and photograph. Okay, do you get, have you ever tried surfing? Or have you surfed? I have surfed. Yeah. Right, how was that? It was good. I I learned in Australia actually. I learned in some like pretty rad spots. I feel, yeah, I feel lucky for that. Yeah, yeah, totally lucky. I've never even been. I Australia. surfed in Bondi, which was really sweet. And yeah, then I learned. Uh, in this little town called Jeroa. Yeah, where's that? Of, south of Sydney. South of Sydney? 
Yeah. And then uh, was it easy as you thought or was it harder? What was your take on surfing? <laughs> I feel like you think when you don't surf, you think you're going to get in there and fall a couple times and then just start shredding yeah. and doing airs and like bringing, <laughs> <laughs> you, you cut backs and these big freaking moves and then you get on the big like nine foot foamy and you, you realize how sucky you suck. <laughs> and you, I don't know. Yeah. You, you learn that it's just like a longer process, but. I really fell in love with it, and I, yeah, I did it. I surfed in Hawaii, which was crazy. Those waves were nuts. And then I surfed a couple times in the winter on the East Coast, which is a whole different thing. But oh, yeah. Cold. Yeah. Started getting down to some, like, shorter. Okay, so shorter l- l- you were in, in, like, Australia. The water's warm. Yeah. So you are just kind of, were you screwing around? Were you, like, really trying? Were you there for a reason? I was really trying. I mean, it was, like, a sort of, it was, like, a surf camp type thing. Okay. So it was, like, okay. surfing A group of guys. Yeah, it was a group of us, and it was like three or four days of just like surfing the morning, lunch, surfing the afternoon, Got dinner. It. Yeah, so it was all surfing all the time, which was really cool. And yeah, you're kind of protected. They're watching you. Yeah, they're they're they're. Instru- I mean, they'll watch yeah. you right away and be like, you know, try this next time, try this. Yep. And yep. we got onto some green waves, which is really cool, and got okay. got some, some faces like, thrashed a little bit. Okay, so <laughs> then cool. you go to Hawaii. You said, is that the next time you surf? Yeah, that was that was like the same trip. I was sort of like hopping. I went to Fiji, and then what Hawaii. was this trip about? I was abroad in Australia okay. for a summer. I was working there, and then I sort of like bopped back and forth on my way back to the U.S. Oh, okay. Stopped in Hawaii. Yeah. All right. So how was that in Hawaii versus Australia? Hawaii was awesome. Okay. Yeah, Hawaii. The, the waves were crazy. I mean, like that's like the longest. Oh, you'd be on there for like 30, 45, like a minute almost right. riding the same wave. It was freaking rad. Is that Waikiki you're in? Yeah, Waikiki Bay. Yeah. Okay. All right, and then okay, so. You get you, you kind of like fall in love with surfing, even though you're not a surfer. Yeah. All right. So then, what what brings you to this movie? Besides, you were you were, like you said before, you were looking at the kids. And you wanted to get the young rippers. Yeah, I mean, it was. I don't know. It was like the perfect storm of like coming off of that trip. Who'd being, you meet first? So there's three guys in the movie. Yeah. I, I don't guys. know what to give away. What I can't. Yeah. No, you, you can give away anything. Okay. <laughs> so there's there's three guys like Sid. There's a guy like Ralph, right? Yeah. Ralph. And Sean and Sean. Yeah, okay. So how'd you meet guys. these guys? And Ralph, how'd you convince them to do a movie with you? Ralph was stoked about it from the jump. I, right I sent out an email to, I don't know, it was like some East Coast Surfing Association. Or uh, is it ESA? Yeah, or, ESA. Okay. I sent some blurb to them just like, hey, you know, I'm making this movie. And I heard from Ralph right away. And Ralph has a blog called Ralph's Picks. He's like a photographer. Oh, rad. rad. Um, I didn't know that. And. Yeah, it's pretty popular, and he so he's really in the online community. He hit me back right away and was like, "Let's do it." Okay. And then once I met him, it's sort of just like it. I don't know. It snowballed. It just like I started meeting more people. I met his buddy who. How'd you meet? Were you in? Where's uh? Where's Ralph from? Ralph's in Hampton, New in, Hampshire. Okay, yeah. Hampton. All right. Okay. They got a good a good break up there. All and right. then yeah, he's the first one I met and the first one I interviewed. And at first, it was just going to be about him. Okay. What made you want to make this movie? I guess, before, since I have to interrupt you. Um, I don't know. It feels, I feel like most people that make surf movies are surfers. Yeah, I do. For, and for I, sure. <laughs> and I need But yours is so well done. It really is that well done. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I really appreciate that. I, I mean, I think I, it was about finding a story to tell along with the surfing. Cause okay. I wasn't, I wasn't knowledgeable enough about the surf community to make a movie that's just people ripping with some like dope music got it so i needed to find some other story element to like really 
pull me in as like the filmmaker, but also just to be something that's not just surfing. Okay. Back to Ralph. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no worries. Let's, no let's worries. Side okay. So Ralph, Ralph. Yeah. Great guy. He was super stoked about it. And he was all stoked on it. And then you go and meet him. You drive from where'd you drive? I was meeting? in school in Boston in the time. Okay. So I was sort of, yeah. I mean, Sid is Rhode Island. Ralph is New Hampshire and Sean is Cape Cod. So I was sort of like bouncing, bouncing around. How far are those breaks from each other? Uh, I mean, New Hampshire, like that breaks probably like an hour and a half from Boston North. Okay. Rhode Island is like the opposite direction, like okay. an hour and a half. And Cape Cod is the opposite direction, like West, right to the edge of the Cape. Okay. Yeah. And all three of these guys, they're friends. Are they, fr- are they friends? I don't know. I don't know if they're friends, but they definitely know each know other. other. Okay. Yeah. They I mean, the East Coast. Other? Yeah, totally. And the East Coast community is small okay. and they're sort of like local legends respectively. So they definitely know of each other. And when I talk to them, oh, I know Ralph. Oh, yeah, Sean. Yeah. So they are. Right on. Yeah, they all know each other for sure. Okay. So then you start the interview process. What did you come up with the questions? Yeah. I mean, it was sort of like, it's uh, a great question. I, it was hard to find the, the questions at first, honestly. I mean, I didn't really know what to ask a surfer about okay. surfing. Uh, and so it was more like approaching it from like, as if it was any sort of like passion. Okay. Yeah. And I think what I learned was like, shit, man, like surfing's got to be that's just like a religion. I mean, like it's, it's more than a, it's a life, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's such a, it's such a part of their lives. And so all the questions sort of came out of that, like. It's kind of naturally. Or yeah. I mean, honestly, the way I like to do it, it. Yeah. The way I like to do it is sort of, I never wrote down. A qu- questions okay i sort of went in and i sort of got the sense of these guys and what they like talking about what they didn't like talking about and i would just sort of let the conversation like organically happen i don't right. know, I think it's fine how you find like the best little bits if you go in with your you know 10 question list stuff you you can't let the conversation sort of like meander you gotta stick to it so i yeah and it, it happened organically they were really open okay it's sort of just yeah went from there and then, um, how long were you sitting down with these guys? Was it like over was it a one day deal uh, hours or was it, it was several trips, several trips, several okay. trips for different things. I All mean, right. there's segments of like them walking around their houses, then sort of like showing off their boards and their old stuff and segments. There's like more sort of like classic talking head sit downs. So yeah, it was, a, it was a multiple trips, multiple interviews, multiple little bites of scenes and stuff. Uh, a long process. It's probably like a couple months of shooting. Okay. And then my next question is, how did you, when it came to editing, what did you decide what to keep and not to keep? Yeah. I mean, that's the, the struggle. To make the movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that makes the movie, right? Yeah. Especially with the a documentary, line. right? Like, yeah. I mean, really, you're just shooting as much as you can. We probably right. had... The camera's on all the time. Is yeah, that what you're saying? exactly. I mean, you have to... It's a 20-minute movie. Right. There's probably like... 10 or 15 hours of footage okay so you know i mean you can imagine we had to comb that yeah yeah, yeah. find the good what bits. makes the cut yeah and then you i mean it's was there a storyline for the movie did you have one besides older legends it, yeah east coast comes, northeast legends right i mean that's like the storyline right and then right. underneath that it yeah, was about what's, what's underneath? finding I think you, I, th- I think especially with the documentary, you find that as you go. Okay. And sort of like what I. Did it come out organically? It did. I think the sort of like 
the natural progression of it was sort of like an introduction to them and then sort of like their their life as it pertains to surfing mm -hmm. what they do with it they all sort of you know sid runs a surf shop sean shapes boards ralph takes pictures and videos they all sort of are ingrained in their own ways in the community um and it just sort of like was like uh intro surfing and then the sort of underlying narrative was about them getting older and sort of like how they're i mean surfing is such a physical activity and sort of became about how they're staying young with surfing whether that's taking on a different hobby related to surfing or if that's like photography for photography for ralph you yeah. know running the surf shop for sid so they're still really in the community yeah, yeah, yeah i get you but also about how they're staying on a board you know are yep. they going to longer boards smaller waves surfing less you know okay. all that good stuff and then underneath that you know what? okay so i wrote down a couple things yeah um oh how did you pick these guys how how are these three chosen? Were there other candidates possibly? Um, there were some you younger guys no for sure. Yeah, I mean, but once I met Ralph, Sid, and Sean, it was it was obvious to me that they were the guys. Yeah, it okay. was obvious to me. Okay, and then um, yeah, it talks about aging like we talked about, but it keeps their youth too. I think absolutely. Yeah, that's I mean, that's the, about that's the relationship, it, and I yeah. think that's kind of like the power of surfing okay. a little bit. What about the mental health aspect? It, they kind of there's like a background for like. Surfing keeps him sane. Totally, totally. Yeah, Sean, about, Sean talks Sean's a lot about, about that. drinking. Yeah, and he's getting in this dark spot, and his friends are getting in like. A, well, I shouldn't give the movie away, but yeah, no, no, no. That's that's <laughs> yeah. That's how, that's he definitely talks the most about that as sort of about how like. But I think all of them do in their own way. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's an implicit sort of part of the film that like they need surfing in their lives, and people that grow up surfing, it's just like if they don't have that everything else starts to feel wrong. It's sort of like the, the grounding force for them. I mean, Sean talks about how like you got to take care of yourself first and for him and for Ralph and for Sid, that means surfing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, know. I mean, yeah, it's part of the I life. think most surfers would relate to that. Yeah. And there's a lot of older so. guys now that totally love this movie. Like yeah. every single person up and down every coast, even Australia, all the coasts really in the world would totally relate to these guys. Yeah. That's, these guys that's tell their story too. well too. You got you told their story well. Just, <laughs> thank you. Thank at you. At the yeah. end of the day, really, I'm just like grateful. I think like the the surf community can is so tight knit. I okay. was just really happy that these guys let me sort of like let me into their lives a little oh, bit yeah, yeah, and yeah. let me be a part of it and let me. We're all three welcoming. As as like so, you said Ralph was like on it. Yeah, Ralph was. So stoked. what about Sid and Sean? Were they as were they kind of hesitant or were they? They like, were Let's stoked. Go. They were they were all they all got on board for sure. Ralph was definitely like the, the, the driving force of like, let's do it. Come up. I'll show you around. You know, we'll go to the break, all that good stuff. Um, and then they, they just sort of slowly got on board. I think like it was a process though, you know, okay. meeting them and talking to them and, and making sure they were on board and, and knew how much I wanted to tell their story in a very genuine, like authentic way. Um, so yeah, they all got there and I, I definitely pressed them a little bit with some of the questions once I knew them a little more yeah, yeah. to get, I mean, to get the really good open stuff up. Yeah. Just like bit. you got to ask some tough questions and, and how'd they take that? Were they cool with it? Did <laughs> they ever like stand back? Like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. They were cool. There's a moment in the film where Sean is sort of like, Whoa, you know, mm -hmm. no one's asked me that before. It's sort of like taken aback. But I think like yeah. it was, you know, I never wanted to offend them. It was just all about, you know, earning the trust and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and really making them feel, 
safe and like no matter what they said you know, i was always gonna really take care of it um, but there were you know there were there were more tense moments of like questions that felt a little bit pressing or a okay. little bit intense but yeah it was all part of the process right on okay so let's talk about uh, how many film festivals you've been in and how many you go is there any more yeah there's there's uh we've been in about 10 so far okay all we're at give us some spots you said the um, austin one was yeah a huge started one. in boston oh you started at home yeah started or, or at home and, or, at the school the, yeah. the bu film festival and then there's two in texas there was one in austin and then someone from a different texas festival saw it and, and that went to that festival and do you have you been to all these festivals or your no, i okay. wish i mean a lot oh, of it was during covid there was one in oh, in so australia sunshine coast the, right. brisbane yeah that yeah. was cool there's one in england in jersey really england? yeah there's sick so it's been around a little bit uh i've only the only one i got to go to was austin just because oh, okay. it's the easiest one to, to yeah, get yeah. to and i was at the boston one too and then now I'm in Oceanside for this one. That'll be cool. I love going and meeting people and okay. doing the Q and A's, and it's all it's all good. There's a uh, about 20 more that we're waiting to hear back from. All right. And after that, I'm really just like stoked to put it online and just give it to everyone. I'm you know I'm a little when it's in the festivals, you got to keep it quiet. So I'm I'm a little tired of that. I'm ready to just oh just show it to the world. Yeah, put it on YouTube, put it on Vimeo, yeah. and just get it around, and hopefully people will like it and relate to it in some way. Right on. Yeah. Um, so tonight in Oceanside, which this probably won't be posted till after, honestly, but um, <laughs> yeah, everyone swing by, check out uh, Waiting for Waves, right? Yeah, and, exactly. And uh, shake uh, Jake's ham hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if anyone, I mean, if anyone, if anyone listening wants to hear it, you can give them my email. Oh I yeah, or that, okay. email. Do you have any contact besides the email? And what uh, is your email? You know, I, can, I can put it on the, on the show notes too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put on whatever. Okay. Instagram or whatever. It's you have Jake any Instagram. Davis. Yeah, my Instagram. I'll give that to you too. My handle. And okay. Then we can. Uh, we can. You can put that out there. It's at Jakey Shaky Baby. It's a little hard to, you know. <laughs> All right. But yeah, if people want to see it, you can reach out. I'll send you a, a private link and a password, and people can watch it. I'm happy to share it. Yeah, no, it's a really good movie, and I think all surfers, no matter where you live, what country you're at. What nationality are you? We'll totally understand this movie. Cheers, totally man. Yeah, it. I appreciate that. Well, thanks, uh, Jake, for joining us here at the Quivercast. And this is Mike and Jake, and we're out of here. Thanks. Cheers. Later. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Please follow us on Instagram and follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Give us five stars if you're listening to us on Apple. And do me a favor and tell a friend that Quivercast is back. I'd like to thank Blue Factory and Dave Hegstrom for the music. And I'll see you all in the lineup.
Hey, you guys. Endless Summer box set. This thing is legit. It's authentic. Numbered certificate in it. It has a five-frame film strip. From the original print, you will literally own a piece of history. It has a specially minted bronze medallion. Dude, that thing's sick. Okay, there's so much more here. Go to the show notes. There's a link on there. Go check this piece of history out. This thing's rad. Seriously. Smithsonian American History Museum has it. It took four years of research with 3.5 in production. All hand assembled. This thing's rad. So much to this awesome box set. Remastered DVD. Sharper images than the original film. But dude, this thing's so sick. Link in the show notes.